Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by the United Ways of Chautauqua County. United Way is a nonprofit organization with a mission to mobilize the community to help every person and family improve their lives. Last year, their Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, or VITA program, helped 1,400 households file their taxes for free. This year, the expanded child tax credit is available to Chautauqua County households with children, even if they don't normally file taxes or have a recent income. Nearly every parent or caregiver of a child with a Social Security number can receive up to $3,600 per child, and it's not too late. Learn more at getctc.org chq. It only takes about 15 minutes online to claim the child tax credit and learn about eligibility. The United Ways of Chautauqua County, proud supporters of community radio in Jamestown, New York. To learn more, visit UASCC.org or UnitedWayNCC.org. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, and today we are talking to local author TJ Buck. He has a brand new book out called Here Be Lions. Just came out a month or so ago, so pretty new. We're going to talk about, and not his first book either, so we're going to talk about his uh, you know, writing career, how he got into it, the brand new book, and a whole lot more. TJ, how are you? Good, Anthony. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So let's, uh, you know, let's start. Let's talk about the book and everything. I know, again, this isn't your first book. I mean, how many, uh, how many books are you into now? What is Here Be Lions for you? What number uh, novels? That's my sixth novel. Wow. How, uh, how long have you been writing novels? Um, about eight years. Oh, wow. So you're doing it's almost like one a year. Jeez. Yeah, basically. You just like jumped, you jumped right into it. Did you do any other kind of writing? Before? I was a newspaper reporter, editor, journalist for 25 years. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, writing's not. Yeah. That's writing. the only thing I've ever done that anyone would pay me for. <laughs> <laughs> how, uh, for writing, how did, uh, even going back further, how did kind of writing get into your life? How did you find out you, you liked writing, you enjoyed it, you're good at it? Like, how'd that all start for you? I remember going to the Faulkner Public Library when I was just a kid. I mean, all the time and reading everything I could get my hands on. Nice. And they would let me, when I was like 10 or 11, they'd let me read adult, not, you know, adult books, some stuff that normally they wouldn't give to a 10 or 11 year old. Oh, nice. And I loved the English class in high school, my class I liked. Oh, it's a school, yeah. Like, right, it sounds like, yeah, you've kind of always been into writing and reading. There wasn't, like, a kind of later in life thing. Because sometimes I'll meet people who, like, they, writing was never a thing for them, was never an interest in school, and then, like, somewhere in their adult life, it, like, somehow, like, clicked and stuff. No, it sounds like you were kind of always into that side of things. As a teenager, you know, I was, obviously I read Hemingway, because he's the master and I got into Hunter Thompson when I was like nice. 14 or 15, and nobody wrote like either one of those guys. It was just blows your mind when you're that age. Who are who are some other? I mean, those are some great examples. Yeah, like who are who are some other? Would you say I guess early influences? Even even if you don't feel like they influence your writing now, who were some of those ones that at least originally kind of started giving you that voice in writing? Oh, Treasure Island was my favorite book when I was a kid. Just you know, the adventure, the action, and Jack London. You know, the adventure stuff when you're 12 or 13 is, you're just like, wow, I wish, you know, you're stuck in Faulkner. You feel like it's the end of the world. It takes you like a whole different piece. Yeah, exactly. So let's, uh, let's get into the new book. I mean, Here Be Lions. If you want to give us like, like, give us a little rundown of what the book's about, what we can kind of expect from it. Um, the main character is a professional boxer who is, suffers brain damage in its final fight. 
and the opponent dies. And the first half of the book is him, he has lost his memory of his entire life. So the first half of the book is him trying to cope with that and his various friends and relatives coming to visit him in the hospital and he's trying to reconnect with them even though he can't remember them and they kind of fill him in on his life before and he wasn't the greatest person. <laughs> I mean, how long, obviously the book like just came out like a month or so ago, how long had uh, you been working on it? Like when when did the kind of the initial idea for this book begin? You know, like when did that process all start? Um, I generally write in the winter just because... That makes sense. There's nothing else <laughs> to do in the summer. I want to be out doing whatever, you know? Um, it generally takes me about three months. Uh, the easiest process, I have to know the ending first. Oh, really? I learned that with the first book because I didn't know the ending before I started, and it took me forever to get to So now as long as I have the main story and I know the ending, then I just write the first draft straight through. That makes Okay. And then I go back and rewrite it two or three times. I mean, that's what works for me. I don't know how other writers do it. But. That's kind of, because I'm always like, I don't know, like when you talk to someone writing a novel, it just, to me, it seems like such an, under, like there's just so much to that, it seems like in a lot of drafts and going back through and everything. Like, what did you kind of learn? And now, now I'm kind of talking about your first book, but like, what did you, what were some kind of the difficulties or things going into making a novel that first time around you didn't know about till it happened? Like, were you, were you getting kind of things thrown at you that you didn't even consider, like, when writing that first novel? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was like 200 pages into it, and I remember thinking, I don't know how this is going to end. I better figure <laughs> something out pretty quick. And that was, that really it took me a long time because the book wandered all over the place in the first draft because I wasn't, I didn't have anything to write towards. Uh huh. And so it, it just, I had to rewrite it significantly the second time through just to streamline the story. Do you, like when writing novels, does it, does it get easier each time? Or I mean, do those difficulties that are there, do those always just stay? Are those just things you get with every novel? Oh, I did get, it's like anything else, I think. It gets easier with time because you, you have a better idea what you're doing. And if you get stuck, you have a better idea how to get around it or get out of it. Right, writing Here Be Lines is a little easier than writing that first book. Yeah, that, this one actually was came out, the first draft came out in about four weeks. Jeez. I mean, it just flew out. Are you are you someone I know I know you said like you write a lot in the winter which makes total sense and I ask people a lot that when they live in if you live in a cold climate I also go do you do you ever notice yourself like writing more that like you know those when there's nothing to do outside are you someone though like as far as creative writing or just writing or whatever are you are you always kind of inspired to write or are you someone who gets those spurts where it's like you'll just you will write prolifically for months and then you'll go months without writing a thing I, I basically schedule it out. Oh, you January 1st <laughs> or 2nd, depending on how I feel. <laughs> the, the new book, book starts, and I've been doing it. It's the last four books have come out the last four years in a row. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, you did say six books in eight years. Yeah, that, uh, that format does seem to work, it seems like. So whether as long as I have the idea, I just sit down and force myself to start. I just go kind of go from there. Did, did you, I feel like even though it's probably more creative writing doing the novels than, than you know, like, like your past writing work, were there, were there some skills you took from like your previous writing that you could put in novels, you know, like the writing, like you said, like for newspapers and stuff, was that kind of writing? Could you apply that stuff to writing novels? Oh, absolutely. Journalism cures writer's block. 
Nice. Because you're on deadline. You don't have time to think. You can't tell your editor, oh, I, I'm, I'm not inspired tonight. They're like, deadline's in three and a half minutes. Get going. <laughs> you know, I never thought of that because a lot of times you do hear people where it's like, I, I feel like you have to find that. Like, as creative as you are, you have to be able to not procrastinate, get your work done, do those things. But that is interesting. It almost seems like it benefits you coming from that world of journalism. Because like now that makes sense that we start January 1st. Do you give yourself deadlines at all or you just start January 1st and you go? I just, that's, I just start on one particular day and I write every day. I usually take like one day a week off. Would you give yourself any kind of deadline or you just kind of no. go, okay. No. I was going to say that, might, that, that may be too much pressure on a novel. Well, I mean, you look back at Hemingway was a journalist, Mark Twain, Hart Crane, there's a lot of writers that started off as newspaper men and it's a great training if you're writing so much it does seem like you're writing like i mean again you're just, like you said i mean you're writing with deadlines writing whatever has to be and there is no like i guess i'm scrapping this project we'll we'll hold off until next year for a book you can't you can't really do it. the newspaper has to come out yeah there, and it was when i started in the 80s there was no internet so you just did one edition of the paper a day but, but towards the end, it's 24-7 now. Yeah, good point. That, that It doesn't stop. So you can write a story, and then you have to write another an update or a rewrite an hour later. Yeah. Do you do you do anything still in journalism, or is it all kind of no, you know writing novels and stuff now? <laughs> no, I just stick with the novels now. I okay. spend enough time in journalism. Somebody else younger can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, also, like like... Like, what are some things you would say now? You know, we're talking about, like, people who, like, have influenced your writing. Are there any things outside of other writers that kind of influence writing for you? Is there anything that, a place you go or a thing you do that, that ever seems to, like, spark or influence writing that isn't actually writing? You know what I mean? Music. Music? Absolutely. Um, there's, there's some writers who are remarkable that write songs. I mean, Elvis Costello, Dave Alvin. Yeah. I mean, these guys are just incredible songwriters. Lucinda Williams, I love her. She's an amazing songwriter. And they, they're basically writing short stories. Yeah, yeah. They, Dave Alvin, I love Dave Alvin. And you're, you're right. I mean, those are they're small stories in a song. I mean, that's exactly what it is. I mean, it's a, it's a really, it's a poem to music or a short story, whatever it is. But I mean, it kind of, does that all come from... I don't, I don't know. This is kind of... I'm, I'm not really much of a, of a writer in this way, and you've written in, in different realms. Does writing all come from a different place? Do you use that same mindset when you're doing something like writing for journalism that you do when you're writing a novel? Is it a different mindset? Does it come from the same place? Like uh, journalism, is, journalism is more of a formula. You know, the who, what, when, where, why. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing a column or an opinion piece, you have a little more freedom in journalism to do that to do some stuff but when you're writing you know a crime story or whatever it's just you know this guy did this at this place at this time and it's what's happened that's interesting it's interesting how like the comparing and contrasting of them and what's similar and like what's not similar you know i mean it's all writing but obviously you're doing different kind of writing for like each one for someone for someone who's like getting into writing and actually more specifically even like their first novel since you've you've now done this and you know the you know you know the things the hurdles you have to go through and stuff, what's like some advice you'd give someone who was jumping into the first book who'd never done it before and like this is novel number one? Like what what's some stuff you might have liked to know when you were getting into it? Well, like I said before, I did, to know know the ending before you start. For me, that that that, that has to be there. And the other thing is just just write. Some people will sit down and think. 
oh, I don't know how to start. I don't know where it's going to go. And, and I think they get afraid to start. For me, you just, just sit down and start writing. You can always go back. You know, it's not live. Yeah. <laughs> you just you can always go back and do rewrite it as many times as you want. But getting the story down in complete form in the first draft is is key for me, and that's what I would suggest to anybody who's writing a novel. You kind of I got like another one for you that I just thought of when you were talking about that because I talked to musicians about this and like. You'll have an idea, and maybe you'll have a song, and maybe that song's not great, but there's a great part of it. There's a great little whatever it is that you can then kind of copy and paste or whatever into another song. Does that happen at all with writing? Like, can you write something, and maybe maybe the story at the end, you're like, well, I'm going to scrap this, but maybe that character, maybe this scenario or something I can use for something else. Does that happen at all in writing like it does in music? Um, the only similar thing that happened was for my third or fourth, fourth books are a continuation of the same story. And when I finished the third novel, the characters kept, they were still in my head. And I just kept thinking, there's more to this story. And it, kept, it was driving me crazy. So eventually I just, I just sat down and wrote the next book which was a continuation of that story. Oh, really? Could you, uh, did, th- did that one, did you kind of end it with the second one, or is it, is it kind of open-ended where you could continue it all with that, uh, with that story? I think, I, well, it's, the two books combined are like 1,100 pages. I think, oh, I, I, think I covered <laughs> pretty much everything. That, you covered that, good ground, I'd say. All of the things those characters can do. The new book is the other, it's probably going to have a sequel, too, just because, again, the characters are still floating around in my head. You still got yeah. Are you, are you kind of thinking? I mean, I know this book just came out, but I mean, does the next does ideas for the next book already start popping in your head? Or yeah, that's just yeah. happening now. Usually at three o'clock in the morning. The most random <laughs> times. Yeah, you know, I'm waking up going, "Ooh, well, that might work for a story." <laughs> and then well, if I write it down, I can't read what I wrote in the morning. <laughs> so you get to try to remember. You hope you remember it. Yeah. Outside of, uh, I mean, outside of writing, do you have any other creative outlets or endeavors or just kind of all your creative energy go into writing? I, I listen to music every day. I mean, I can't sing, I can't play an instrument, but it, it, the music is something I've always listened to. I grew up in my household, we had the AM radio on back in the 60s and 60s and 70s nice. all the time. And they played everything. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, uh, I could see that, I could, I mean, we were talking earlier, like, I mean, that's also where influence comes from. I mean, I see where music could, including lyrics and stuff like that, you know, even if you find a good lyricist, where that could kind of go into your writing or influence you or whatever, you know. But, um, you know, new book is out, you know, Here Be Lions, where do we find it? Where do we find your previous novels? And I mean, do you have anything else going on? I know, I know before we started, uh, you do have some more signings coming up, if I'm not mistaken. I there's probably going to be one in Erie next month. I still have to work out the final details. But I, when I was at my previous signing up at the Good Neighbor Bookstore in Lakewood, the owners of a independent bookstore in Erie were there, and I got to talking to them, and they told me to get a hold of them. Oh, nice, nice. So, so you probably will be out more, kind of spreading the word on the book here coming up. Um, where can we grab the book? Where can we get here, Be Lions? Um, I know the Good Neighbor Bookstore in Lakewood, which is a great local bookstore. Really Everybody, is. please, if you're going to buy a book, don't go to Barnes and Nobles. No offense to Barnes and Nobles, but <laughs> we have a great local bookstore right there. Go there first. Grab it. Grab <laughs> it. They have all copies of all my novels, and if they don't, just talk to Bob Lingle, who owns the store, and he'll make sure you can get them. 
Uh, oh, they're all available on Amazon in soft cover and ebook editions. And you can find used copies on what are the various websites where people sell used ones. I don't know what they're called, but you'll you'll find you'll find TJ Buck books. You'll find them. Go to Good Neighbor, Amazon, or you know where where used books are. Yeah, at least you go to Google and put in TJ Bucks. Something will come up, and we'll find it. Hopefully, and, something good. <laughs> hopefully, something good. TJ, is there? A, I mean, have we missed anything? Is there anything else we should let people know before we go? Um, I think we've covered it. I'm uh, like I said. I think the new novel is going to be a continuation of this one. So, if you liked the new one. You'll probably like the next one. If you didn't like the new one, you might want to wait till the one after. <laughs> You're a prolific writer, though. You only have to wait like a year. There'll be another. There'll be another book. Well, the knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, no, TJ. Uh, TJ, really fun talking about the new book. Here be lions. And uh, TJ, it has uh, been great talking to you. And I am Anthony here talking with TJ on Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA.